Welcome to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing whether or not it is rude to talk about money. We're going to cover several key financial topics and discuss how to talk about those topics. These topics include asking questions, asking personal questions, talking about budgeting, income, debt, credit cards, and savings. We're going to get right down to it and talk about the specific things that you should or should not ask when it comes to money. Quick shout out to Rachel Murphy Coaching for their review on Apple Podcasts. They say, Skylar does a great job of explaining financial concepts. Excellent podcast for someone just starting out with their financial journey. Thank you so much to Rachel Murphy for that review. I had her on as a previous guest, so make sure you go check out that episode with Rachel. But that was a great one. But the money talking points for today's episode are, is it rude to talk about money? And two, which of the topics today do you think would be the rudest to talk about? And then go have a conversation about it because most of the topics today are going to be great things to start money talks. But with those money talking points in mind, let's get right into today's episode. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It's a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. This issue is what brought Money Talk with Skylar Fleming to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that's where this podcast, Money Talk with Skylar Fleming, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. I'm here to do the research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. Is it rude to talk about money? Well, is it generally rude? I would say no. Maybe if you're coming up to some random person on the street and saying, how much money do you make? How much debt do you have? How much credit card debt do you use? How much do you use your credit cards? And you just start bombarding things at people. You just start throwing money topics at people. That's going to be pretty rude. But generally, I would say money is a fine topic to talk about. I think you'll find more often than not, money comes up in conversations, whether it's topics about people paying off their car loan. Topics about people getting discounts on prescriptions because they were just way too expensive, but their insurance got them a discount. Those sort of topics kind of broadly happen, and that's great. Those are things that we need to talk about because what if someone comes up to you and says, I couldn't get my prescription because it was too expensive and my insurance didn't cover it. That can start a money talk about maybe some alternative insurance options that maybe you weren't aware of that could help you reduce those costs in your life. What is out of bounds to talk about? Like I said, you don't want to just bombard people with money topics. What I would say is out of bounds is very, very specific personal questions that are kind of borderline unnecessary to know. You don't really need to know exactly how much money someone budgets towards an exact thing in every exact month. It's just a little too much information. I think the broader topics are great things, especially to start your money talks with. If you've never had a money talk with someone, I don't think going up to them and saying, how much do you make per paycheck after tax, after your 401k contribution, and what are you doing with that money? People are going to be like, get out of my bubble, like back off a little bit. You don't need to know all that information, but you could easily come up to someone and say, hey, how much do you contribute to your 401k each paycheck? And they tell you 10% and you're like, how did you get to 10%? And they tell you about this book called The Automatic Millionaire they read and how they slowly increased it and found themselves at that 10% mark without needing to go back. And that's how we can talk about money and how it can be very beneficial for us. But should we talk about everything? Probably not. I don't think you're going to be able to cover 
everything that goes into personal finance and into someone's financial life. It's just going to be overwhelming. It's going to be confusing and frustrating. You're not really going to know where to go. The person's going to feel like they're being bombarded again. But that's kind of the overall definition for this episode. Is it rude to talk about money? Those are some of the three ways and kind of things that you can consider when you're thinking about the question, is it rude to talk about money? But next, I want to talk about the impact on you when you start talking about money. All right, so what is the impact on you? What if you go to ask someone a financial question and they think it's rude? How do you handle that? How do you maybe backpedal a little bit to ask a more general question, maybe something that isn't so personal? How do you get how do you recover from that within your own conversation? What would you do? Leave a comment in the video on YouTube, which we are now doing, but also please email me. My email, of course, is in the show notes. How can you make sure to ask money questions that aren't rude? These are some of the things that you're going to learn, some of the key things that you're going to be able to understand after today's episode. I think one way that you can make sure to ask money questions that aren't rude is going to be the seven money talking points. We're going to talk about it a little bit more next. Okay, let's talk about how you can implement and how you can use some good practice and tips towards not making a money talk rude. So I mentioned the seven money talking points. It's a great resource that you can find on my website at skylarfleming.com resource. That guide goes over seven simple topics to talk about that are easy to talk about with people like friends, family, coworkers. There's questions in there about what do you want your retirement to look like? That's a great question to talk about with a spouse. There's questions in there and how much am I saving? How am I spending my money? Those are some things that can really cause you to reflect and have conversations with yourself. But also it can be an easy way to start a money talk with someone else. Let's say you see someone going on a lot of trips and you know they're doing it with credit card rewards. You can say, how are you saving money for these trips? Or how are you spending money to most optimally get credit card rewards for these trips? Those are some things that you can find on my resource, the seven money talking points at skylarfleming.com resources. But let's talk about some of the ways you can implement better questions to start better money talks. And so you're not being rude when you talk about money. One of the first things is don't ask too personal of questions. Don't ask for specific numbers right out the gate. You don't need to know your friend's net worth. You don't need to know your coworker's net worth right away. You can certainly get there and ask for them, but you don't want to make people feel bad right out of the gate if they're in debt or if they're maybe spending or saving way too much money. Let's say someone's not living a full life and they're just saving every dollar they have. And you say, what's your net worth? And they say, oh, it's 2.5 million. And you're like a little caught off guard because that's such a high number. And maybe they know they need to spend more. Now, being in a place where you are saving too much money is a little easier to stomach than being in a place where you're spending too much money. But nonetheless, asking these questions can make people feel a little uncomfortable if you get right into the numbers way too quickly. So I would say don't start off with something that's super personal or like super specific, specific numbers and things like that. But how do you talk about income? Talking about income is something that can be a little challenging, but it's a really good thing. You need to make sure you're talking about income so that it keeps your employer honest about what they're paying people. Again, don't ask right out the gate. Don't run up to your coworkers tomorrow and say, hey, what do you all make? We need to be paid fairly. What do you make? And what do you make? How much money do you make? Because that's going to make everyone uncomfortable. But don't be afraid to ask the question. If you have a coworker that you guys have both worked there about the same amount of time, ask. Be like, hey, quick question. How much money are you making right now at this job? 
maybe keep it specific to this job so they don't feel like you're asking about their entire financial picture. But it's very important that we talk about income so that we're all being paid fairly and so that pay transparency can be sought after and made to be a huge part of our employer's like vision. They need to make sure they're paying people transparently. And talking about money is how we hold them to that goal. Now asking about budgeting, that's something that's a lot of strategy talk. It's a lot of which strategy do you use? I talk about how my wife and I, we make sure every dollar has a purpose. We make sure we know where every dollar is going, whether it's to an account where we're likely to save it or to an account where we're likely to spend it. Maybe you're somebody who loves that 50-30-20 method that we talked about in the last episode. If you do, that's fantastic. Share that strategy and how it works for you. But ask how people stay on top of their budget. How do you stay on top of your budget when it comes to overspending certain categories? Do you adjust and take from other categories or do you really limit yourself to stick within the budget that you set? Because there's so many different ways and tips. Talking about budgeting is an awesome conversation to have because there's so many different ways to do it. I guarantee if you start talking to people about budgeting, you're going to learn a new way to do it and a new tip and tactic on how to manage your money when it comes to budgeting. Asking about debt is another one that's really strategy-based because it can make people feel very uncomfortable if you dive right into asking them how much credit card debt do you have, how much auto loan debt do you have, what's your mortgage payment. All those sort of things can overwhelm someone, especially if they know they need to get out of debt, but maybe they aren't on that path yet. But rather, just asking strategies is going to be a great way to get the conversation going and get it going in a healthy manner and in a productive manner. Because if you come to someone and say, hey, I have a little bit of credit card debt that I'm working to get out of, do you know any good strategies or tips or ways to get out of debt? And then they say, oh yeah, I've thought about it, but I haven't quite started getting out of debt yet, but I've heard of this snowball method. What do you think of that option? And then you're able to have a conversation about the snowball versus avalanche method very easily. And it won't be rude to talk about that because neither of you have shared that you're in $100,000 worth of credit card debt or whatever it is. You've only shared that you have the goal to get out of credit card debt, which is an awesome place to start because then you start getting accountability partners involved. You start getting someone else invested in your journey to pay off debt. You become an encouraging partner for the person who you just talked to. And now maybe they're more motivated to get out of debt. And it can be a really awesome big snowball that you're able to build and helping each other get out of debt. A lot of people like to talk about credit cards. That is a topic that you are definitely going to run into. People are going to ask you whether you like to use credit cards for rewards. How do you manage credit card debt? How do you get out of credit card debt? My friends will often ask me about credit cards because they know I use them for rewards and that I have a good handful of credit cards to use. And that's because they know I like credit cards, so they know they can come to me with those questions. This could also be a way to share how to get out of credit card debt because credit card debt is something that can be very intimidating and scary for people. You really don't know how to get out of it when you're in the depths of it. I recently had an episode with Kenny Goldie where we talked about credit card debt and he was in a ton of credit card debt and talked about maybe a new way to look at it. So go back and check out that episode. But most people don't know that credit cards can be a good thing. People fall on both sides of the aisle. Sometimes they're a good thing and you use them for the right reasons, or sometimes they're something you have to stay completely away of. So make sure you're sharing positive stories about credit cards because there is a way to use them wisely. Make sure you're paying them off every single month and never carrying a balance. Never make less than the statement balance. If you don't know what a statement balance is, that's a great thing to go have a money talk about. Email me or just look it up. You can definitely find what the statement balance is. If you aren't sure how to use a credit card, start a money talk. Find someone who uses them and ask them how they use them. How do you keep track of your balance? How do you make sure you don't overspend? How do you use your rewards? What if I don't want to bother with credit card hacking, which is a recent podcast episode of mine. 
But there's a whole lot of questions you can ask. You just have to go ask someone about credit cards and it's going to be a great topic you can have. I'd love to have people on my podcast or if you have any questions, please send me an email or message me on social media and we can have a conversation about credit cards and I can answer those questions on the podcast. But let's talk about saving strategies. What if you have a way that you like to save money that's really valuable for you and you want to share it with people? Well, that's a great thing to ask people about. Say, how do you invest your money? I found this cool new way that I wanted to tell someone about and get your opinion on it. How do you save for a rainy day? How do you save for Christmas or gifts for your family members? These are all great questions to ask, and all of them have a slightly different strategy behind them. Saving for a rainy day is different than saving for Christmas, because one you know is going to happen every year, that rainy day, you don't know when it's going to happen. Versus how do you invest? You know that's going to be something that's going to be way, way, way down the road. So that's a completely different strategy because it, saving for an investment is maybe 5 to 10% of your total income. Saving for a rainy day, if you don't have an emergency fund, might be 50 to 75% of your paycheck is going towards that savings to build your emergency fund quickly. Saving for Christmas is something that you set a goal. After Christmas, you say, we spent way too much money on Christmas this year. We spent about $1,000 on Christmas. Let's spend less than that next year. Let's aim for $800. 800 divided by 12, and then that's how much you need to save every single month, and then you're ready for Christmas. It's that simple. You just set that number, and then you stick to it really hard. Because if you work out the whole year to save for that, it's going to be easy to hit that goal. But then you're also going to be more committed to sticking to it because you've been working hard for the entire year. But that's some great conversation you can go out and have. We talked about a lot of great things, like don't ask too personal of questions. How do you ask about income? How do you ask about budgeting? How do you ask about debt, credit cards, and saving strategies? These are some great things we talked about, but let's wrap up today's episode next. So in conclusion, it is not rude to talk about money. If it is, then I'm one of the rudest people out there because I host a personal finance podcast that's all about money. We shouldn't shy away from money talks. Instead, we should encourage them. We need to have more and more money talks. So please take a topic from today's episode, find a friend, family member, coworker, peer, and go talk about one of the topics, whether it's credit cards, debt, getting out of debt, sharing your income, sharing saving strategies. Go discuss it with someone. Please go out and have a money talk. But thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. And a reminder that this podcast is now on YouTube. You can search Money Talk with Skylar Fleming on YouTube or any other social media and find me there. You can watch each episode on YouTube and maybe some bonus content coming in the future. There's always some exciting things on the horizon for this podcast. But if you have any questions, whether it's about today's topic or any topic or any financial topic, please reach out to me either on social media or of course my email is in the show notes. All links and everything else are also found in the show notes. Coming up in the next few weeks, we have some great interviews. You won't want to miss them. So please be sure to follow or subscribe on whatever platform or podcast player you're listening on and share with a friend so that we can all keep having money talks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. This show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and may not be specific to your unique situation. Please be sure to do additional research before making any financial decisions.